here in the New Testament. January 20th, Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 through 46. Here is another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted a good seed in his field. But that night, as everyone slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat. When the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's servants came and told him, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. An enemy has done it, the farmer exclaimed. Shall we pull out the weeds, they asked. He replied, No, you'll hurt the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds and burn them and to put the wheat in the barn. Here is another illustration Jesus used. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of garden plants and grows into a tree where birds can come and find shelter in its branches. Jesus also used this illustration. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast used by a woman making bread. Even though she used a large amount of flour, the yeast permeated every part of the dough. Jesus always used stories and illustrations like these when speaking to the crowds. In fact, he never spoke to them without using such parables. This fulfilled the prophecy that said, I will speak to you in parables. I will explain mysteries hidden since the creation of the world. Then, leaving the crowds outside, Jesus went into the house. His disciples said, Please explain the story of the weeds in the field. All right, he said. I, the Son of Man, am the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world, and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are separated out and burned, so it will be at the end of the world. I, the Son of Man, will send my angels, and they will remove from my kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil, and they will throw them into the furnace and burn them. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the godly will shine like the sun in their Father's kingdom. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen and understand. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field and to get the treasure too. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a pearl merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. I've always been told how average I can be. Always been criticized about being average. But I want to tell you something. I stand here before you, before all of these people, not listening to those words, but telling myself every single day 
to shoot for the stars, to be the best that I can be. Good enough isn't good enough if it can be better. And better isn't good enough if it can be best. That's when you hit rock bottom, remember this. While you're struggling, rock bottom can also be a great foundation on which to build and on which to grow. Person that gets up off the canvas and keeps growing, that's the person that will continue to grow their influence. This woman was the finest woman I'd ever seen in my life. We're at this dance and I find out her name is Trina Williams from Lompoc, California. And, and we were all dancing and we're, we're just, just excited. And I decide in the middle of dancing with her that I would ask her for a phone number. The next day we walked to Baskin and Robbins ice cream parlor. My friends couldn't believe it. This has been 40 years ago and my friends still can't believe it. We go on a second date and a third date and a fourth day. We go together for a year, two years, three years, four years. By now, Trina's a senior in college. So now it's, it's, it's time to propose. We get married, we have a few children. Our lives are great. One day, Trina finds a lump in her left breast, breast cancer. Six years after that diagnosis, me and my two little boys walked up to mommy's casket. And for two years, my heart didn't beat. If it wasn't for my faith in God, I, I wouldn't be standing here today. If it wasn't for those two little boys, there would have been no reason for which to go on. I was completely lost. That was rock bottom. You know what sustained me? The wisdom of a third grade dropout. We're at the casket in College Station, Texas. I'd never seen my dad cry, but this time I saw my dad cry. That was his daughter. Trina was his daughter, not his daughter-in-law. And I'm right behind my father about to see her for the last time on this earth. And my father shared three words with me that changed my life right there at the casket. It would be the last lesson he would ever teach me. He said, son, just stand. Just stand. You keep standing. You keep standing, no matter how rough the sea, you keep standing. And I'm not talking about just water. You keep standing. No matter what you don't give up. I learned that lesson from a third grade dropout who was a cook at Cal Maritime. He said, boy, you keep standing, no matter what. You keep standing, no matter what you don't give up. No matter what you don't give up. No matter what you don't give up. No matter what you don't.